All right, yo, it is, uh, we are the Winged Barbarians. I am Bucket. Now, I was supposed to have Butterbean on this episode, but, uh, that little slut wouldn't answer his phone and, uh, didn't tell me when he wanted to join. So, we're going, uh... We're going solo today. This past week, um, for those of you that didn't know, don't know what our snitch was, it was, we'll, we'll leave it, uh, we'll keep this one anonymous, because it, uh, it caused some interesting, interesting uh, plays. To occur. Um, so this week's snitch was lowest point total in the league. All right. So to put that in perspective, what that means, our winners usually have around, you know, 2,400 to 2,700, something around there. Usually, sometimes it's lower. Um, so we had three people this week going for the lowest point total in the league really trying for this for the snitch uh one of those uh three people apparently didn't try at all another one butterbean our supposed guest for this week which obviously did not happen because he's a little slut um i honestly i don't think he really tried either i think he just had a real terrible week um it really hurts if your punters don't have good games and your coaches lose. And both of those things happened for Butterbean. So he was, uh, I mean, he he lucked out. He lucked out. Now, we did have one, one team, one manager actually going for the, uh, for the snitch, like actually actively pursuing it, and that was the driving crooner. It's too good. It's too good. He's got to make money off of it somehow. It's just too good. So he actually goes for it. Um, what he did. Now his coaches are Cleveland and Minnesota. He was hoping, obviously, Minnesota would take the L. They, in fact, took the dub. Um, Cleveland, however, got butt fucked by uh, the Ravens. So, you know, kudos to them for helping his case. But. That was not enough. He also didn't play a punter that started this week. So his uh his his punters, one was actually a free agent, not free agent in the league, free agent in the NFL. So smart play by him because you don't have to have active players in your lineup. You just have to have the lineup spot filled. His other punter was out this week, Harvin from Pittsburgh. Hell of a punter, obviously not a hell of a punter if he's out this week. So he sits both of them. He's obviously setting up real nicely, real nicely to take this to take this dub, take this fat L, right? I mean, he's losing by a ton of points, and it's he's got a really low score going into Monday night. So it's looking good, right? So he's he's his score, he's sitting at about a, a, a thousand fifteen, something like that. So and 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 Butterbean was at like 1400. Like 14 1419 I think. 
right? So, so we're like, all right, so driving crooner has a real good chance to take this, take this L and really uh, take the dub, secure the snitch. But of course, the player that Butterbean has is the Giants head coach. And those of you following this league, you all know how important <laughs> you all know how important head coaches are. So he's got the Giants against the Seahawks. Obviously, in a week like this, the Giants are a phenomenal pickup. Don't know why he has had them on his team the entire season. That's an interesting move. But for this week, it was genius. He also had the Packers head coach. And, of course, they lost to Detroit, who I have. So, you know. Um, so he's he's hitting at 1419, driving crooners at like 1,000, 1,068 or something like that, maybe. Something around there. It's 1,000. Anyway, he's got less than 1,100. So he's really sucking. But, like, succeeding nicely for this snitch. So he has a player on this on Seattle, Jay Brooks. Don't know his first name. Don't care what his first name is right now because that's not the point of this story. So this this linebacker, oh, he all of a sudden decides to have like the game of his life. Ends up scoring like two hundred and fifty points. I might be thinking that no, Jay Brooks is on the team that I played. He obviously he beat me by 20 points. I was up by 230, ended up losing by 20 because homie gets like 250 points from a linebacker. Um, really devastating, but also uh the highest combined matchup of the week, 2720 to 2703 points. Um, obviously partial points thrown in there as well. But anyway. So, driving crooner, his player. Let me let me just check and make sure. Let me make one hundo what the player was, because he ended up having a donkey of a game. Oh, sorry, he had one hundred eighty-five points. He got two sacks. That's a hundred points alone, right? So he had two sacks and a forced fumble, right? Forced fumbles also, um, twenty-five points, I believe. Yes. Force fumbles 25 points. So, boom, he's got 125 right there. He also had six tackles. That's 60 extra points. He gets a buck 85 from a D lineman, not even linebacker, D lineman in Wuso, in Wosu, right? I don't know. Obviously, quality talent. I've never heard of the man, um, but neither here nor there. So, he ends up getting 185 points. Well, meanwhile, Butterbean's just sitting back like, watching these giants do their thing. And I mean, for him and of course for uh, Tress's way and Maddie's gay um, played very nicely. Now Tress's way and Maddie's gay is playing driving crooner. Okay. So he's obviously cheering hard for the giants to get butt fucked. And of course they do because that's what the giants do. They get butt fucked. They're not good this year. They're not, they're, they lose a lot. They like to lose by large margins. Terrible head coach to have in this league for normal games. Best option he could have possibly had for this week. So they lose by, what was it, 24 to 3? Yeah, they lose 24 to 3. So he loses 275 points, ends up losing by, by he, he ends up losing by 1,400 points. Yeah, he loses by about 1,400 points. 
and uh, ends up getting the low score of the week. So instead of losing by 1,400 points, he loses by one one-hundredth of a point. What what a flip. And obviously Tress's way and Maddie's gay is super stoked because now instead of, you know, winning by 800 and still losing, he he ends up winning by like 600, 700 points and obviously actually wins. Now Butterbean loses by 1,400 points and then actually gets the dub because he catches the snitch. Now he was playing depth row, which was uh, Fudbuckers, in the first week, who has caught a snitch, and now he's had the snitch caught against him. Uh, so he has had the highest and the lowest of the league um, really, really coming through and experiencing everything this league has to offer. So he, he uh, at the end of the year, it's going to be lovely when we get his uh, his point of view on all this, and he's going he's gonna to have a great, great opportunity to uh, give his feedback on the league moving forward. Um. Yeah, so Butterbean is a a dumb slut. But what he was supposed to do, and obviously uh, here at Wing Barbarians, we try to keep a tight schedule. Unfortunately, we were unable to get to our Tuesday episode because of the level of Butterbean's sluttiness. Um, So, of course, we're doing it on Wednesday, which is unfortunate. It's a day late. But at least we're getting it done before our Thursday episode. Um, our guest on our Thursday episode is actually going to be driving crooner. So we will get to hear his side of the story. Which is going to be very interesting. Um, now, of course, news on him. He actually didn't even know he lost until he woke up the next morning. Right. He thought he was catching the snitch, thought it was a done deal, as, of course, did we all. Um, he finds out the next morning and obviously is devastated because, man, it just tears your heart out when you work so hard to only score about a thousand points and you end up scoring nearly 1300. It just, it, it can, it can really, uh, it can really send you on a spiral, spiraling down, downhill, but we'll, we'll get his, we'll get that sorted out tomorrow. What the people really want to know is what the snitch will be this week coming up. Now, although Butterbean is a slut, I know what his bitch ass would have wanted to say as far as what the snitch is. He would have called me a whore. And then he would have said, he said, you whore, I'm going to, it's going to be a scooping score. Yes, he's a big rhymer. He's basically the Dr. Seuss of the league. So... He's he's so Butterbean is going to pick scoop and score. So your individual player, not your defense, your individual player has to record a scoop and score, or as the apps like to call them, a defensive fumble return for a touchdown, something like that. Um, we can verify with him when his, uh, you know, when his bitch ass wants to respond and tell me oopsie poopsie and tell me these things we can verify if it will also count on a special teams fumble recovery for a touchdown actually i'm going to override that as a commissioner it's only going to be defensive idps 
Yes, I just talked myself out of talking to Butterbean, that slut. That little bitch. <laughs> that little whore. Oh, he's a little slut. Mm. Oh. 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 Yes, that's uh that's that's pretty much all we had from last week. We're we are going to be excited about tomorrow uh driving crooner for those of you that don't know, he is my cousin. Um so that'll be that'll be interesting. We'll we'll see we'll see how it plays out. We've uh we've had conversations before. We have in fact talked before. But uh you know, I was I was I was really intrigued by this week's matchups. The one that really stuck out to me this week as probably the the game of the week. Game of the week, I'd say, is probably has to be. Obviously, it was on Sunday. It couldn't have been that shellacking Monday night or the thrashing that happened Sunday night. What was that? But, uh, oh, sorry, I can't talk right now. But, uh, I would have to say Houston and Pittsburgh. All right, CJ Stroud, he's, uh, definitely, I actually ended up picking him up. I think he got like, he got like 70 points this past week. Let's just check it. Oopsie poopsie. Let's see. Yeah, I can't believe I lost those. CJ Stroud gets 78 points. Right? Lamar actually had his best game of the year. He had 64 points. So my quarterbacks absolutely killed it. Um way more than way more than my quarterbacks have gotten this entire season. I've I've started Baker Mayfield. I've started Andy Dalton. Check that. I didn't start Andy Dalton. I picked him up to start. But then they said Bryce Young is starting, so obviously I scrapped Andy. Picked up C.J. Stroud. I've kept Lamar the whole season. I started uh, Justin Fields two weeks. Yes, then last week I had um, Baker. And then Baker, he's he's he had a bad fantasy game. Not necessarily a bad game, a bad fantasy game in this league. So... I had to drop him, pick up C.J. Stroud. He is the front runner for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Top dog. He's a handsome son of a bitch, too. And I'll tell him that to his face. I'll say, hey, C.J. Stroud, nice to meet you. I am Bucket. You're one handsome son of a bitch. And he'll be like, oh, thank you. Go go Texans. We are we are very proud to, to do the football. And then they win. And then they beat the Steelers. And they they just thrashed the Steelers, and they're like, "Whoa, I can't believe you beat us. We're the Steelers." And then he says, "But we're the Texans." And they say, "Yeah, but but the Steel Crew is uh, the curtain is down, and you can't come through." And he says, "But oh, so 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 no no thank you. I disagree. I do come through." And then he comes through, and then they win. And then now I think the Texans are what the Texans are two and two. Texans are. In this freaking division, the AFC South, what are they like tied for first or something? Something on that, on that. I don't, oddly enough, I don't even keep up that much with the NFL. 
Yeah, they're tied for first. Holy biscuits, that league is tight. Everybody in that league's two and two. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I don't honestly, I don't I mean, I kind of dabble with the NFL. I don't keep up too much with it, just enough to like totally go one and three in fantasy, score freaking twenty seven hundred points and catch an L because T McClellan decided he wanted to they wanted to show up. I mean, he had like his team, they did well. They played well. His team had a good game. I should have won. I was predicted to win going into Monday. And then his freaking that's who Jay Brooks was on. 250 points. Beats me by 20 after I'm up 230. 230. A linebacker scores 250. Oh, defensive players are so important in this league. It's freaking pisses me off. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it, but God, it makes me it makes me so frustrated when I'm just like they're all over the place, man. It's because sacks are fifty points. What did I do? How could I? I made sacks fifty points. I mean, I guess it evens out somewhere. God, dude, sacks are fifty points. I mean, that's crazy. That's forced fumbles. Like a, a sack is fifty points, but a forced fumble. You like literally almost cause a turnover, potentially do cause a turnover, and it's 25 points. Uh, a rarity. I don't know. I really valued sacks heavy. Mm. Good move. Good move. Good move. Sacks should be valued heavy. Um, that's the highest points I've scored all season, and I took an L. We'll get back on track this week. We're playing Tress's way and Maddie's gay. Um, we're gonna have to finagle our roster around a little bit. We might have a couple of bye weeks. Um, then again, it doesn't incorporate my teams butt fucking their opponents. I also have San Francisco's head coach. Obviously, they do the dirty. Um, they're playing Dallas this week, and Dallas just had a big win, so they're probably gonna have a big L this week. It's what they do. They're Dallas. Um, and then of course Detroit. I don't know who they're playing. But it's Detroit, and they look pretty good right now. So we're just going to say they're going to get a dub. Um, Shout out to my boy Tyler Bass getting AFC Special Teams Player of the Month. Boys, boys, boys boot, booting them from, from LD, from long distance, baby. Little Dicky. LD. So kudos to him. Kudos to the Bills for butt-fucking the Miami Dolphins. Um, I thought the Miami Dolphins were really good at football. Turns out they're only pretty good at football. Um, you you would never know if you're just like, yeah, man, I can't believe the Dolphins scored. You know, they're averaging 45 points a game the last two games. Be like, yeah, but the first game they scored 70, so then 20 points gets them that average. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, like, then they finally played a team that just is, like, quality all around. I mean, God, you win by 50, then you get butt-fucked by 28? Man, this league is – Winged Barbarians is a sick name, but we should just call ourselves the butt-fuckers. What's a better name? Winged Barbarians or butt-fuckers? I think we could be called the Winged Barbarians – who butt fuck people? No, no, that doesn't have a good ring to it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Oh, the logo could just be like what it is, 
except then I can obviously I can like add wings to it and maybe you like oh a battle axe or something and then I can like now T McClellan he suggested that 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 somehow I I have this logo um with Aaron Rodgers Achilles bent over and you know given in the business um it's interesting I don't know if I'm gonna go that route but uh we could have the wing barbarian logo but fucking something or someone um I don't know we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but as we're we're no 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 we're 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 not gonna be the butt fuckers or I don't know I guess we'll find out um when we decide as a league as a league holy biscuits we've been recording for some time we've been recording for some time sometime 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 ooh fidget spinner we've been playing around the biscuits for some time man red zone's pretty cool but then okay so i was like working out the other day um no i was working out today that was today ooh paper and i was in the gym pumping the iron getting freaking swole and i saw on the tv in the gym as i'm passing by the water fountain with my bottle getting water pat mcafee show is on there and they were talking about something and they had on a homie had on a something shirt oh jj watt was it one of the homies had on a uh clear eyes full heart shirt friday night lights excellent tv show also i've heard some people have seen the tv show but not the movie excellent freaking movie check out the movie if you haven't already uh top tier top tier um one of the one of the best football movies i've i've seen obviously it's not historically accurate which really it kind of dips my 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 interest a little bit because i like the historical accurateness accuracy better verbiage better vocabulary i like the uh historical accuracy of movies it needs to be taught um so this one obviously it's not directly 100% accurate because technically I believe they lost to Dallas Carter in the semifinals. Um obviously of course it makes for a better movie if you lose in the state finals. Um by the way, the Dallas Carter team pretty sure of their 22 starters, 21 of them had division 1 scholarships. Now I don't know those of you who don't watch college fo- uh, high school football, I don't like that's incredibly difficult. That team was absolutely freaking stack loaded. Um also, the Dallas Carter movie, they have a documentary and a movie like Friday Night Lights. They got their cred. They deserve it. Go watch it. It's uh, top tier. It uh, talks about how they like get in trouble for a cheating scandal, but then they get reinstated. They play their game. They win. Then they get in trouble again. Then they get reinstated again. They play their game. They win. They get in trouble again. They get reinstated again. All of a sudden, bada bing, they're playing for the state championship. They win. They do their thing. And then afterwards, the championship gets taken away. Sorry if I ruined the movie for you, but it's history. You got to know it. Um, 
it's really cool. It's really cool. Go watch it. Um, also, man, I was watching. Uh, I had a had a chance to flip through the channels the other day, and what I came across was this super dope film series that I like to call Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> if you haven't seen it. It's about this guy named Jack Sparrow, and he's like a drunk pirate, like, oh, I'm on rum. I do the talky-talk with the Black Pearl and Barbosa and uh, the Squid Boy. I don't remember. Oh, Davy Jones in his locker. So he's a squid. All right, and he's got, like, this undead crew of, of pirates, okay? And they're on this boat. It's, like, it's super sick. It's not like, it's, like, Okay, so it's like kind of torn up, but it's really fast and it's really awesome. And he's just like, they're all like squidding about. And uh, they're these weird creatures. They got a curse on them from Calypso, I think, something like that. Super cool. She's very magical. She turns into a dark cloud. It's pretty sick. And so so she does her thing, right? And then all of a sudden, Barbosa's working for the English. And he's just like, got a peg leg and a wig on. And then now Jack Sparrow comes in and he's trying to eat pastry. And this is now, mind you, this is at world's end. I believe, no, this is, this is the beginning of stranger tides. The last one, I think. Right. But anyway, so then Elizabeth Swan comes in and she's smoking hot. Kira Knightley plays her. Right. She's cool. And uh, Orlando Bloom plays Will Turner. He goes from like this, do-gooder boy or something i believe and turns into a pirate his dad bootstraps turner he's like stuck to these shells on this wall it's pretty sick um so he's like all oh i can't move i'm a shell person played by stellan skarsgård alex alexander skarsgård's dad he played tarzan okay haven't seen tarzan um the move the live action movie obviously the phil collins version the animated version top tier okay but the the live action version with alexander skarsgård i want to say it has emily blunt in it i don't know maybe she plays jane maybe she doesn't but she was also in the jungle cruise which is a really good movie based off of a disney ride okay so on the jungle cruise there's cruising through this jungle and 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 the rock is this this captain on this really crappy boat he's scamming people left and right he's like oh this snake here these this jilly jally over here this uh this water scurries off over there pay me money and so he gets his money right and then emily blunt comes in and she's all oh i need to go find this white flower tree or whatever so so and so he's just like yeah honey i'll take you and so he takes her and like her brother and she's like an explorer and whatnot so then they go find their thing. Um, someone dies. Maybe they come back to life. A couple people die. There's like water goes down these steps. They go into this tunnel. Um, they're in this cave thing with this awesome tree. The sun shines through or the moon does. Um, then the tree like isn't a tree anymore and it becomes uh, not lush. Um, or something like that. I don't know. Right. So then the rock. Okay. Now, The Rock is in Gridiron Gang, which is a football movie, and we brought it back. Yes! Mm, yes! Brought it back. Okay, so he's in this football movie, right? And you have a couple other people. But then Exhibit is there, 
okay, and exhibit pimps rides. And he's like, he didn't pimp any rides in the Gridiron Gang, but he brought together with The Rock, with The Rock. Now, mind you, these are prison kids, okay? He brings them together, this 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 group of hooligans, okay? They're 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 criminals. He brings them together with The Rock. Of course, you can't do it without The Rock, right? And then all of a sudden, they're just like this super good football team. Well, let's be real. They're, I mean. They've probably played football before. So they know how to play. Just like the movie where they said the boy didn't know how to play. The blind side. He obviously knew how to play. Now there's a a freaking lawsuit going on with this family who's super freaking loaded. A hundred milli. They got a hundred milli. And they're trying to say that, oh, no, this boy is not not part of our family. Because we, like, signed a conservatorship. We didn't actually adopt him. Right? Adoption. They should have adopted him. Or just not done anything with the kid. They knew they knew what they were getting into. But the movie plays it off like, oh, I don't know how to play football. Can you teach me, mommy? And then Sandra Bullock, who is nice, she gets proposed to by Ryan Reynolds in Alaska. Right? Now, Sitka, Alaska, he's like her do boy in, in New York City or Chicago or one of those big cities in America. Right? So then he's like, I have to go home to see my family. And she says, well, I'm coming with you. And you're going to be my my fiance and, and whatever. And then he's like, yeah, okay. Or she's like, yeah, okay. And then they go to Alaska, Sitka, Alaska. But he doesn't tell her that his whole family owns the town. Right? So she's like, oh, my God. Are you the so-and-so from the so-and-so and the so-and-so? And he's like, yeah, my family's a big deal. We sh- we hit golf balls off our freaking roof into the into the into the water because we have money and then betty white's like dancing around a fire in some indian outfit um and then she's like part of the golden girls um but then we can't forget golden arm in blue mountain state football again baby connections connections it's what we got here it's what we do okay all right so here we go so Golden Arm is coming in. He's a recruit for Blue Mountain State. He's walking around. Thad Castle's trying to get him drunk as piss, right? And then Alex Moran's like, no, no. I want you to be the starting quarterback. I, I love being the backup. Let me be the backup. You can come in and be the starter. And here's how we'll do it. And he's like, having and have this good time and whatnot. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he's like, oh, this is our O-line. They're good O-line. And he says, uh, he says a quarterback's oh, – like a wiener in a whorehouse. It's only as good as its protection. One of the best lines I've ever heard in my life. Okay. So he does. So he's like, he's, he's, so he talks about that and then his arm gets broken. Okay. His arm, uh, his arm gets broken. Just like my arm, my shoulder got torn up playing football, playing football in high school. Okay. So then high school, right. We go to, we go to college. And then when I was at Troy, I played with a, with a guy who, uh, who went to the pros, but also a guy from Troy who went to the pros, DeMarcus Ware. In the Hall of Fame, he's freaking good. Connected it back to the NFL. Yes, Cowboys going to lose to San Francisco on the the day that they play, Sunday or Monday. I don't freaking know. One of those days. Um, yeah. 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 Um, moving forward. What do we have this week? 
let's let's see the matchups we got. I know I'm playing Tress's way and Maddie's gay. Uh, that'll be that'll be an interesting matchup. He's done pretty well this week. Um, he just evaded uh he evaded the snitch, and he also won with 1,900 points. And I lost with 2,700. Typical, but doesn't matter. All right, I'm playing. I am Bucket is playing Tress's way and Maddie's gay. All right, driving crooner is playing Chase Tootin Love 17 year olds. All right, that is that should be a good matchup as of right now. Driving crooner has not set his lineup, so it's looking pretty lopsided. But of course, he will adjust, and we'll find all that out tomorrow. Okay, we have Team Riley against Team McClellan, the two unnamed teams. Right, so Team McClellan ended up uh, catching a hot hand in the Monday night game, beating me. Unfortunately, uh, I am now in ninth place. Thank goodness we don't have relegation and promotion this year, right? That's starting next year. I still have, but I mean, I have plenty of time to go up. I just need to move up one spot, make the playoffs. We're good. We're good. We got, we got time. We got time. Don't worry about us. Team Riley scored 1400 points last week. Uh, unfortunately not trying to score uh, that few of points. So interesting. We'll see how he recovers. We then have Butterbean against Dracula. That should be a good one. Uh, Butterbean, I'm seeing some – he's a slut, by the way. I'm seeing some definite people that he needs to uh, He needs to adjust. Like, you got a couple people that are out. You got some cues on your, on your lineup. All right, we need – Butterbean needs to transition from scoring a couple points, like a few points, to, you know, actually trying to score some more. Uh, Dracula's projected uh, roughly 2,500 points, so good on him. Uh, maybe, you know, he maybe maybe he'll actually secure the snitch this week. Maybe maybe he'll get a scoop and score against against Butterbean, who's actually who's uh, the same guy that told me what the snitch should be. He didn't actually tell me. It's the same snitch he's uh, put in there for weeks. Um, I wouldn't say it, but he's a slut, so I'm going to. Um, and then finally we have depth row against, you can't skip lunch. Uh, Ooh, golly Moses. Now you can't skip lunch really needs to adjust his quarterbacks. He has Daniel Jones who I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Daniel Jones averages 8.6 points a game. Um, and in average league, that's like kind of decent, but, uh, to put that in perspective, Josh Allen averages 39 points. Um, like I said, CJ Stroud just got 74 points last week. Um, so 8.9 points, not exactly what you're looking for. You really needs to figure that one out. All right. So we've, we've got some good matchups this week. We really do. We have had some action. Let's see what, let's see what action we've had, uh, had recently. Ooh, depth row got in that business boy. Depth row going ham. All right. Dracula hit it underachievers. So this is, this is what's funny. This is what's funny. So I get it. I get updates, right? I get updates for, for being the commission. And it says, here's your weekly recap. Top players in points scored. Obviously, they're punters. Okay. Number one, Jordan Stout, punter for Baltimore. Just picked him up this week. 709 points. Dude was bombing. Dude was bombing a lot. He punted a lot. And he was hitting them inside the 20. We were getting mass, max points, baby. We were getting points. Okay. Then it says overachiever who scored, of course, playing me, 
scored 361 points above what he was projected to score. So the top overachiever in the league was my opponent. Unreal. And now this is the funny part. It says underachiever. Golly, Moses, he really didn't set his lineup. I never noticed this. What a slut. He underachieved, but it helped him out. He <laughs> he scores 1,027.2 points below his projection. So he was projected. <laughs> he was projected at 2,171 points, and he scores 1,144 points. His boys really did not show up. They really did not show up. He had both of his head coaches lost. Obviously, that's going to drop him down. His punters didn't do shizzy. Uh, but it worked out for him because he got the snitch, and actually he underperforms by over 1,000 points, and he gets the win. That's that's top tier. That is That is what this league was made for. All right, so now waiver wire. We've got Dracula made three plays. Interesting. Uh, I guess it's good, kind of, right? So he adds Brian Anger, punter for Dallas. Smart move, playing San Fran. He's going to get some ball time. He drops Jabril Peppers, safety. Okay. Um, don't know how many PTs, uh, how much PT Jabril Peppers is getting. Maybe he's getting some minutes. Dracula added Texans defense and dropped Seattle's defense. Interesting move. Then again, not so much in this league. But this league, it only gives you points for points given up and yards given up. You can either gain up to 100 or lose up to 100. So maybe it's a good move. We'll see. I don't know who they're playing. Um... But we'll see. He also added Anthony Richardson and dropped Jared Goff. Richardson gets the rushes. Rushing's big in this league. Probably a smart move. Probably a smart move. I would take Jared Goff 100% of the time in real life. But in fantasy, in this league specifically, it's probably a smart move. All right, then we got a whole slew of, my goodness, depth row went to town. All right, so he adds Christian Watson. I guess he's healthy again. Drops Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts didn't do shit, especially with the struggling uh, Desmond Ritter. Um, Ritter will have a good career, I believe. It's just it's tough to come into a franchise like Atlanta right now. He's struggling. He's having early struggles. He'll he'll figure it out. Um, depth row dropped Odell Beckham Jr. Mind you, these are all depth row, so I'm just not even going to say it anymore because they're all him. He did a lot. Okay, he dro- he he drops Odell Beckham, he drops Dallas Goddard, he drops T. Higgins, he adds Jacoby Myers. I guess his head's okay after it got knocked off the other weekend. He adds Romeo Dobbs, good pickup. I have him in one of my other leagues. Um, yeah, solid play, solid play. Actually, honestly, I don't even freaking know how to transition in this league. I mean, I I, I have all my receivers are returners. I don't even know. I don't know what regular receivers freaking are anymore. As Adam Thielen, maybe good, but can Homie get him the ball? We don't know. Oh, okay. Then he drops Christian Watson. <laughs> Interesting plays there. Um, adds Jalen Phillips, Miami defensive end. Adds Jerry Jacobs, D- uh, Detroit cornerback. Drops Devin Witherspoon. 
from Seattle. Adds Jamie Gillen, punter for New York Giants. Smart move. Okay. He's going to punt a lot. I know for a fact he's going to punt a lot because, unless, of course, they turn the ball over because that seems to be a thing. Otherwise, the Scottish Hammer, he's going to punt a lot. He's It's what the Giants do. They love turning the ball over and they love punting. They also love giving up a lot of points, right? It's It's what they do. I mean, we should honestly, like, like, I don't know. Honestly, we should just give them some thank you cards. Every team should just send them a thank you card every weekend for playing them. I mean, they are getting like, it's a stat game. Playing the Giants this year is a stat game. So he drops Ethan Evans, the Rams punter, after he picks up Scottish Hammer. Okay, adds Detroit's defense, drops 49ers defense. Interesting move. Interesting move. I suppose it's because they're playing Dallas. So interesting move. He adds the commander's coach and drops the Jaguars coach. I'm wondering who they're playing this week because that is a that is an interesting, interesting move. Let's all right, we're gonna have to see that. So we're gonna go to his. Okay. We're gonna go to his his team. All right. Philly's he has Philly head coach at playing LA Rams. And he has Washington's head coach playing playing Chicago. Of course, it's basically a guaranteed victory. You got to play the head coaches who are playing the Giants or also the freaking Bears, right? Those are the teams you got to play. Turns out Jacksonville's playing Buffalo. That's a smart drop. Okay. Let's see. As of right now, those are the moves. Um, You'll hear about my moves tomorrow. I'm sure we'll hear about some driving crooner updates. Um, Obviously, I would update you about Butterbean the slut, but he decided he didn't want to join us today, so he can be a slut on his own time. And, you know, we will catch up with we'll, – we'll, we'll continue to keep you updated – on the butt fucking winged barbarians stay tuned it's uh we gotta this this season's getting hot and heavy especially with this week's snitch very very gettable very catchable very very catchable okay so stay tuned continue to follow us i am bucket this is the winged barbarians greatest fantasy football league ever assembled s Yes.